0: There's a certain type of healing that takes place when women come together, when vulnerability meets vulnerability and recognizes itself, and steps outside of itself and takes a good look. I see you, and I bless you. Call me, me on my bullshit, lie to me and say my booty
1: getting bigger even if it ain't, me even if it rain, Love me even if it pain you, I know I feel difficult Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to In The Now podcast. In the name of women with Delina and C. am Delina.
0: And I'm Fee. Welcome to episode nine, Love Languages.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in again. We had such a good time with our episode last week with all the interaction we were able to do with you all. Thanks for everyone again that participated in the surveys. So towards the end of the last episode, C and I kind of gave some ideas of how you all can get to know your mates a little better. And one thing that we thought would be a good idea also is to go over the
0: five love languages. So that's how this episode came about. Absolutely. I'm, and you guys just bear with me, please. I'm getting over it. I had like a four-day cold that really put me out. So I'm sorry if my voice is obnoxious, more obnoxious than usual. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, the love languages. And, uh, you know, we talked a little um, in Episode 5, we talked about expectations, right? And so expectations are um, what you're wanting the other person to do, also what the other person wanting from you. We talked in this was, um, yeah, Episode 5, okay. We talked about um, unrealistic expectations and putting those on people. And sometimes I think that we put those unrealistic expectations on what we or someone else would deem as unrealistic because we don't actually know what it is that we want. And so sometimes you're asking for somebody to do something that, one, might not be effective, is super outlandish, or it's something that you think would bring you happiness or you think would bring you peace, and the person is trying to figure out, you know, what rendition of that they can do, and it's not working. So this is kind of the opposite, spectra, opposite end of the spectrum of expectations uh, with love languages, because love languages is, is really about understanding what actually hits the person. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes because a lot of time we want to give people what registers for us. Like we only, you know, it's like, um, I guess, you know, spoken language. You know, you're trying to talk to somebody in your language that speaks a different language. I'm trying to talk to you in English. You speak Japanese, so I think if I talk louder, you're going to hear me. You're going to understand what I'm saying. You know, or if I talk slower, like, do you know what time? I'm like, no, they, they still don't understand the words that are coming out your mouth. They understand volume and speed,
1: right. um, but they
0: still don't understand what's actually coming out your mouth. And so it's really selfish. You know, it's a selfish thing that we do in trying to um, – and, and Feeling like we're meeting somebody's expectations and their needs, but we're only giving them the thing that would register for us that way. Other people, don't, they don't look at it like that.
1: That is true. And I had just came across a uh, quote the other day that just talks about like when you're bringing leverage, you can't bring what's in, you can't bring what what something that you value. You have to bring what they value. That's that's leverage. Um, not just yeah. you know what you want to give, but what this person would appreciate, you know, what they actually want. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. You know, that's a good word, you know, because leverage, if you think about having leverage over something or leverage over the situation, is something with weight, but not necessarily something that holds weight to you. It holds weight to the other person. You know what I mean? It matters to so the other person. I remember, um, you know, we talk about religion and stuff a lot, and um, I love religion. I love spirituality spiritualities, um, different studies of philosophy and whatever. So I was studying with the 5 Percenters, and uh, Shapis D. Allah was the name of the person who was uh, my teacher at the time, and he had this thing, and I I love it, and it resonated with me, and it always sticks with me, and you always go to the people as the people. And I try to keep that in mind in anything that I do, in um, teaching my daughter, in business, in friendships, and relationships, whatever it is, because if you're really trying to get somebody to read something to register for somebody and you really want them to understand what you're saying and take it in, you have to communicate to them in a way that they understand or the way that they're going to feel it. Like I can't just keep, um, you know, if I have a high vocabulary, I'm not going to, and not, you know, trying to give like a dumbed down example, but if I have a high vocabulary and I just keep spitting out all of these um, big words and you have no idea what I'm saying, like, you're, just, you're going to miss the whole point of what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? You're going to be focused on so many other things, like, first, what the hell does that mean? Second of all, why is she talking to me like that? Um, mm-hmm. You're going to feel offended, you know, just all those different things are happening, so you have to really talk to somebody in a way that is going to hit them.
1: Exactly. So, like, for instance, if, just to give an example, um, so, for instance, if, you know that you're with somebody who doesn't necessarily like to get loud and, you know, um, have, a, have a big, huge, blown-out fight, they'd much rather sit down and talk than you getting loud with them and trying to force them into a fight is not going to benefit you. It's, if anything, it's going to aggravate this other person, and you guys are not going to get anywhere. But if you come to them with, every, with whatever matter it is that you have, in a way that they can relate to you on their level and they can, you know, so if you're, like I said, maybe if you're one that gets a little bit passionate and they're more chill, If you just try to chill and relate to them on their level, then you'll be more successful. You'll try more, um, what is it, flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: You know what, there's a funny, I have a funny <laughs> story about that. So, okay, so first of all, a, a good example for everybody listening, a good example of that is I used to date this guy. And um, he would always, like, he was an arguer. Like, he just more them people, like, they're just, way, they're just too intense about mm-hmm. everything. Like, they just can't drop shit. They just can't let it go. And so we would get in some debates. And for me, I don't like to keep going in the conversation when now we're, it's not effective. Like we're just arguing to be arguing. We're arguing because somebody's trying to win. We're like kind of just being nasty. Like we're just trying to be heard, but we're not trying to actually work towards a solution. Once I once I have seen like, okay, at this point we're just engaged in the art of arguing. I kinda I'll start shutting down. You know what I mean? I'll try to I'll try to put it down and if you don't want to, if you try to proceed with arguing, I kinda just shut down. And I remember he used to be like See, oh, see, so you don't want to argue. Oh, see, so you ain't trying to argue because I'm right. That's because you know I'm right. No, it's Like, yeah, but I'm just like looking at him like what kind of crazy mind do you have to have that you're really like, oh, oh, you know, oh, you don't want to argue. Oh, you must know I'm right. No, arguing is that important to you. You know what I'm saying? It's not that important to me. Like, I don't It's not going to crush me to walk away from this argument, but obviously it's going to really crush you, you know. Um, On the flip side of that, though, later on, that was like years, many, many years ago. Later on in my life, um, years after that, I dated somebody else, and um, I felt like I was kind of doing the opposite. Like this person liked to argue. And I couldn't stand that they like were able to get under my skin so much that I started arguing back with them, and they liked it. Like that was how I had to communicate. Like I had to communicate with them like that. Like once I started doing that, then they were listening. and I'm like, this is weird. Like I just don't <laughs> even like this understand. You know I like I don't want to have to communicate this with, like this with you. you know what I mean? So it's so funny. it's like how do you even find that balance? Because like if it's like, okay, Let's like go to the people as the people. But what if this person has really unhealthy, and I know maybe we're, like, we're getting off topic, but what if this person has really unhealthy habit? you know what I mean, and what registers for them is, like, dysfunction. Am I going to have to come to you like that, you know? Um, you don't think so there's like a least, happy medium? There, there always is a happy medium, but the medium is when both people are, are willing to take a step forward towards each other, towards the middle, you know what I mean? hmm Yes, yeah, like true. that's the ha- that's the happy medium. You know, both people have to be on that same page because if I'm trying to find a happy medium, but you're dead ass set on arguing, it's like it's still not going to matter that I'm like trying to play nice. You know, both right. people have to be trying to play nice. Um, mm. yeah. <laughs> But um, so, yeah, so me and Delina were talking about the five love languages, right, um, and just trying to, like, okay, all right, if we have to go to the people as a people and we have to relate in ways, like, how do you do that? So we're talking about the five love languages, and we actually stumbled upon this in two different ways. So I actually um, read the book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages, and In his book, Billie will probably touch on this on her aspect too. In the book, um, the five love languages that uh, Gary Chapman touched on were uh, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. So in the book, he talks about um, we all at different times can have like various uh, love languages just depending on what's going on, your age, circumstances, you know, whatever it is, but that we all have a primary love language, and so he talks about, like, words of, affirm- of affirmation, you know, your thank yous, I love you, you know, the things that people say, and that makes people feel loved above anything else, like, they just want to hear people tell them that for gifts, like, you know, if somebody brings you your favorite, um, per- like, your favorite color shoes or a purse or They surprise you with flowers. like give them a keep those love. Acts of service. It's like, oh, you know, this person was really thoughtful. Like, you made my lunch and packed it for me and, like, took a little little note or whatever. Um, Quality time is another one. Like, just spending time with that person. um, And then physical touch, you know, obviously, can be sexual. It can be affectionate. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So he talks Mm -hmm. about um, each one of those things kind of in detail. And, you know, the funny thing, like, with that is, I had to – I was obviously trying to find, like, okay, what is my love language? And something that I realized is there's a difference between things that you like and the things that make you feel loved. And I know that sounds simple, obviously, when I say it out loud, Um, but things that make you feel good fall into both of those categories, right? Because obviously, like, if I feel good about this, I like it, right? Right. And this could also be something that makes me feel love. Obviously, I feel good about it, so, you know, I, it makes me feel love. so, yes, I feel good about it. But just because I like it and just because it makes me feel good doesn't mean that that actually resonates to me as love. Like, that's what I had to – I had to isolate those things. And so, for me, like, physical touch was one that I kind of, like um, – I was like, is that it? Because I'm a very affectionate person. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a fire sign. I like heat, body heat. Um, I like touching. I like being close. But the thing is, is that I actually had to learn that because my family's not very affectionate, mm. and so I touch a touchy person like you know, I me. Mean, my mom don't like hug each other or anything like that. Like I don't really hug my siblings or anything. We're not affectionate in our immediate family, and not touchy. And, but I dated um somebody. I was engaged to this guy, and he was super affectionate. And like sometimes it was obnoxious. But then I used to tell him like you infected me because then I started being like real, you know. Then I started liking it. But I think I think the reason that I took to it like that is because I'm a Sagittarius as well. And Sagittarius typically are pretty affectionate people
1: mm-hmm. when
0: when they feel comfortable with you when they feel trusting with you. They start and uh, when they open up. But anyway, um, so I had a ton kind of delve through that. But then I realized that my um, love language is acts of service. Like that's something like, and I know this is going to sound shallow. This is going to sound really shallow. But, hey, I don't even know any way to not make this sound shallow. Okay, no, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Just bear with me. Just bear with me, okay? I think, uh, and, I, and, you know, and I can't say, I, my immediate mind was I think most females or a lot of females that was what I was saying at first, okay? So I'm just gonna like put that disclaimer out there. But then I was like, No, oh, but I know a lot of females who do like this. So what I'm gonna say is, there are some females. Whether it's like you have, you're attractive as a person, or you have an attractive personality, or what it is, whatever it is, um, where a lot of men are drawn to you, pretty constantly. I think like words of affirmation, they don't really mean much to me. Does that sound bad? No, not necessarily. Like, if somebody's like, oh, you're so beautiful, I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, not, not to say that you hear it all the time, so
1: it's kind of like, you're like, yeah, I know. I mean, not to say that you know. But <laughs> you. Oh, you my do, God, but... I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so used I hear to... it all the time. Exactly. You're so used to hearing it that it's like, yeah, okay, but what else,
0: you know? Like, what else do you see? <laughs> it's, that's funny. It's like my daughter. Yeah, I know. I'm cute. <laughs> Like, excuse me um, but you know I guess what it is and like not, not, you know maybe like let, let me try to clean it up a little bit so guys like y'all use so much stuff to run game on females okay I'm just gonna let me just blame it on y'all that, that makes me feel better y'all use so much stuff to run game on females that it's just like oh you're so beautiful oh the heavens should open up and angels like just be quiet just shut up you know what I mean like it's just it's You know, I guess it starts desensitizing us women who are like this. I'll say that. Not all women, but us women. It starts desensitizing women, you know what I mean, in a way. And it's not because some guys that are saying are not genuine. It's just that there's a lot of guys who, like, you run game. Like, you call everybody baby. You call everybody babe. You call – you know, I I don't like that, by the way, if you can't tell. That's why I brought it up. I don't like guys who are like, hey, baby. Hey, good morning, baby. It's like I just met you, like, two hours ago.
1: You know? And it's like,
0: why are you calling me baby already? You know, that makes me feel like you say that to everybody, you know? it just... Anyway, so anyway, so I think that train of thought resonates, like, in a relationship when it's just like, I love you. It's like, okay, you know, it's nice. I like him. I love you. But just because you say it doesn't make me feel it, you know? Right. Um, So that's wasted on me. Um, I think gifts are also wasted on me um, just because, like, I've never... um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel deprived of anything in my life. I mean, my family's not rich or anything like that. But like, um, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not materialistic anyway. Um, regardless of what I do and don't have, like, I'm just not materialistic. I don't care. I don't really own like any. I don't think name brand anything. Maybe two things. Um, but yeah, so gifts, gifts are nice. You know, it's nice, but it doesn't make me feel loved. You know, it's like oh, wow, like, you got me some shoes. He's so pretty. Yeah, you know, I look cute. I'll take pictures and stuff. But if I'm just like, oh, no, this dude, like, really loves me, I'm not going to be like, oh, he loves me so much because he got me a Michael Kors watch.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah, you, know, you just have money or whatever. But so, yes, yeah, so I think my – so so mine is um, – so I just – I wanted to just touch on those because as soon as I saw him, I was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know they're not mine, um, but active service are definitely mine. Like, I love thoughtful things, you know? Like, I love, like, oh, you know, I was tired, and I was running around trying to get ready, and I was like, oh, I'll just have to get lunch, and you, like, came up to my job, and, like, or it was like, hey, come outside, and you brought me lunch. You know, and it's not the fact that's that's different than a gift now. It's it's a thought, you know, because it was like, okay, I'm trying to Help your day. I'm trying to make your day better. You know, I like access service like that. I cannot stand to clean out my car. So if, like, you're like, oh, hey, um, can I, let me get in your car real fast to go to the store or something like that, and I, I get in my car and, like, you clean my shit out, it's like, damn, I love oh, yeah. you, boy. Right. Like, I like, you, like, you love me. Like, and I love you, too. <laughs> right. <So> that's. that's <laughs> That's my love language, Um, and just kind of, you know, just the stuff that I got out of the book. It's a really good book. It's, um, like I said, by Gary Chapman. So, Delina, what's your love language? So,
1: actually, I have service was mine, too, because, and, all right, let me just give you guys the the definition on this one. Can helping with homework be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to... Ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an active service person will speak volumes. The words he or she wants to hear most are, "Let me do that for you." Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language that their feelings don't matter. When others don't serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly. Oh, when others do serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly loved and valued. Aww. Um, oh. Yeah, which is yeah. so true for me. <laughs> I was a spoiled kid. I was an only child, and my grandmother raised me for the most part. And she did everything for me. And, t- and I find it a little crippling now that I'm an adult. <laughs> because No. I- <laughs> it's a little quickly, to be honest with you, I, I find myself asking people to do things, and I'm like, well, you, what? You're not." And I'm like, never mind. I can do it. You, you tell me how to do it. But like,
0: no <laughs> hey, can you order things. me some food? Oh, <laughs> I, have my, I have my own phone. My okay. <laughs> exactly. bad. You're right. I can read.
1: I'm so used to people doing, doing stuff for me. Even, like, last Christmas, I was at work, and they were trying to put, Um, what were they trying to do? I don't know if they're putting Christmas lights on the tree or if they were decorating the tree and I was just like, Oh, I've never done that before <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, one of the ladies at my job was just like, Oh, you must be an only child. Yeah, you're right. I didn't have like <laughs> <laughs> that. Only
0: child little bratty girls. Only child syndrome.
1: And my grandma like, she washed all of our clothes. Sometimes she would clean my room if she just couldn't stand it anymore. Um she just did everything for me. You know, she cooked, and I was one of those people. Like, I had to figure out how to cook when I got on my own because um, when I was living with her, she did everything for me.
0: But, so your grandma is an enabler, just in case she's listening. <laughs> she loves me. You leave her alone. <laughs> <love> your grandma. <laughs> You're an enabler, grandma. You're an enabler. But
1: in my relationship, too. Like, I feel like, like Felicia was saying, something as simple as cleaning up my car or um, if I tell you that I have to go pick something up from the grocery store and you get to it before I do, like, just something to alleviate me, the burden of having to do it, like, save me some time, save me some energy. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's my top love language. I mean, for when you do the test, they, do the, they give you all five, but they give you, like, they rank them in order, or they give, you, give them to you in order. So, like, my second one was um, quality time. So in quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical. But being there with the TV off, the night down, and all chores and tasks on standby make you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending an uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with each other through sharing time. Um, which is something that I love to do. However, I don't. Ne- I don't necessarily need the TV off. I don't necessarily need your complete undivided attention. Just if you're there with me, like that's fine. Because I'm, I'm physically
0: of, like just uh, around you.
1: Exactly. Because I'm kind yeah. of a loner, so I can't. I don't mind having to. You know, I can be with you and still be in my head at the same time, but still find comfort in the fact that you're there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I don't need a – and I'm not one that needs a lot of time, but the time that I do give with my person, like, you know, that makes me feel so special, especially, like, if it's somebody that's busy and they actually make time for me to be around me, even if we're not doing anything special, just because they know, like, how important it is for me to be able to spend time with them. That means a lot to me.
0: Oh, we'd be perfect partners, because I just want to be able to be around somebody and, like, be on my laptop. Exactly right. Like oh. <laughs> I still need to work. <laughs>
1: and I be heard, here. Um,
0: Just be here. Touch my foot with your foot. Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um. And then I got words of affirmation. So actions don't always speak louder than words. but this is your long lang- long language, l- l- this y'all long language, y'all. Anyways. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words I love you are important. Hearing the reasons behind I love sends your spirit, skyward insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that you build up. Um, so words of affirmation are kind of important to me only because like I have so like I have trust issues and so I kind of need to see you and Hear you simultaneously um, when you're, you know, when I feel like, you know, when you're trying to show your best intentions and I'm not necessarily being receptive to it, it's because I have to see it and hear it. So even if you're doing it, I'm questioning, like, why are you doing this? So
0: then you have to
1: affirm me, like, hey, I love you. That's why I'm doing this.
0: You know, I need those. Yeah, you need the reinforcement.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You
0: need two layers (laughs) instead of one. Exactly. I got issues. I'm
1: talking
0: yeah. it. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 but you know what? But no, 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 but you know what? I, I feel like those two things, um, sometimes they're, you know, they're a lot closer than people sometimes think because I think the verbal communication is important because, okay, like right now we're talking about love languages, right? And so, and everybody can have a different love language. And not only can you have a different love language, but you might, and you, maybe you have the same love language, but the way that you interpret it is different. You know, it's right. communication because you could be doing something for me because you love me, and I, I don't know. I don't know that that's what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you might be doing something for me, and I know I'm, this is really going to sound bad, but this is <laughs> – I'm sorry for y'all for coughing in here. Um, I'm so sick. Just um, feel bad for me. Don't be mad. Um, something that, it like, came up in a relationship for me, I remember this guy was, like, you know, he didn't have any dating experience, and I had actually been into – I keep saying dating, like I've been dating all these guys, but what i am it's like three people that I'm talking about, okay, over the course of like 10 years. Just – I just got to throw that out. You <laughs> so like, wait, this one guy, and then this other guy that I dated, and then yes, well, you know, Felicia's having kind of I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, so <laughs> – Yeah, okay, so um, I have been into, um, this is my first, my um, last two relationships, and I have been into long-term relationships. I was engaged once, and this person hadn't been in any, and I remember them saying, like, you know, they kept feeling like they weren't doing anything new. I think, who has a song like that? Tyrese or somebody? But they just kept feeling like they weren't doing anything that I haven't. That's somebody else. Drake. Oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something Drake would be talking about. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so that they feel like they wasn't doing anything new that somebody didn't do before. So, okay, so for that, in that case, like maybe there were some things that I, I couldn't figure out why they were saying that. But even with us talking right now, I'm like, okay, it might be because you're doing things that you feel are a really big deal and it's like, hey, I'm doing this because I love you, but maybe it's something I'm used to. I know that's part of another level, but maybe it's something I'm used to or something that doesn't register for me the same way that it registers for you, and I don't know that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that the – I think I, – I don't know. I think those two things kind of go should go hand in hand. You know, it's like – but, you know, I, I, I think it's like, okay, you can do it, but I also – it's nice to hear it, but I don't want you just saying it without doing it.
1: Right, exactly. You
0: know, then I, then I feel like, okay, that's where we kind of – like into like some troubled waters, but yeah, I feel that.
1: Yeah, and um, I don't know. Like I, I know it may it may seem a little excessive, especially like because I know a lot of guys that are not necessarily good with words, but they will show you. Um, yeah. But you don't have to. It doesn't have to be every five minutes. I love you. You know, you, we don't have to walk around with matching shirts. You know, like Tom said. But just those are cute.
0: Know. Those are cute, though. They're cute, though.
1: No.
0: <laughs> um, anyway. You know, just
1: a little affirmation here and there, you know. So that was yeah. my uh, – that, that was number three for me. But the last two were one that uh, Felicia – the two that Felicia touched on, the receiving gifts and the physical touch. Now, I'm the same way. I'm not very materialistic, but it is nice to know that, you know, you were thinking of me and wanting to get something for me, Um so and but it, and it is the intent behind it too, right? Because I at one point in time I did think this one guy who um kind of used material things as a way to like try to smooth me over when I was upset with him, or when he was doing something he didn't have no business, or when he was not doing something that he was supposed to do, and I and I would you know get upset obviously and not talk to him, and he would do
0: stuff like try to bring me money or buy me something. I, mean, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. I feel like you're insulting me when you do that. Like it makes me really pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, oh, you try, like, oh, you try, oh, you trying to play me? Are you trying to like be slick? Like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like it just makes, I don't know. And I kind of had to step back from that a, a little bit just because, like, I realized that some people, that's their love language.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they do, but does I don't know. It just makes you feel like, how dare you?
1: Um, it on one hand it did, but on the other hand, I knew that you know he wasn't the most affectionate. Well, I won't even say affectionate. Like, sorry was hard for him. You know, uh, mm. acknowledging like I hurt you was hard for him. And so it was just like you know this was this was your way of saying it. And, and then on the flip side of that too, like. I was one because I, I am an of service person. Like I always like I do access service as well. But even though like he appreciated it, the things that I did for him, like when I would just randomly buy him things, he would just be over the moon, and it would be stuff that he can afford himself. It's just that he's one of these people that, um, because like giving gifts is how he gives love. He's not used to doing that for him all the time. So because I would randomly buy him stuff, even though, like, it wasn't always super expensive and it was stuff that he could afford on himself, he was just happy that I thought enough about him to buy him stuff. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. We never really did find a happy medium in between there. And then, um, (laughs) (laughs) obviously, that didn't work out. (laughs) Um, And then, the last one for me was physical touch. And uh, I just... That's your last? That's last? That was the, it's very last. And to be honest with you, like, I can be a touchy person, but it's hard for me to be that vulnerable with somebody, you know what I mean, to the point that I'm mm. letting them in, infiltrate my personal space, um, that I feel comfortable enough with them to be in my personal space like that. And to be honest with you, even once I do get comfortable with like being all open and touchy feely and stuff, I still don't like PDA. Like, don't embarrass me. Like, I don't
0: know what it is about public display of affection, but it embarrasses me. Well, what's like, what's embarrassing? Like, if he grabs your hand, is that going to embarrass you?
1: Like, you trying to hold my hand all in
0: public? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, Delina? <laughs> I don't like that. How dare you don't... try to act? How dare you try to act like we're together? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs>
1: even that it's just that like I'm already having to be vulnerable with you behind closed doors and I have to be vulnerable to you in front of all these people too you know
0: what I mean Aww. but you know what that makes me kind of think of that may, or makes me kind of feel what you say and that is like you know how much more special that is when you find somebody that you're able to be like that with you know what I mean and, and especially like if you don't care you know and like okay in the book he talks about our love languages and them switching at different times in our life and, and certain times where one of them might be more primary at that time than another, and, you know, with you saying that, like, I feel like I feel like that may happen. Like, if you find somebody and you guys are really in love and you're really into this person, you really like them and, and, and love in a way that you haven't been in love before, and that comes easy to you, I think that that's probably going to be your thing that makes you feel loved. It's not even just them doing it, you being able to do it.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Might be
0: like, damn, I really love you. You got me holding but your hand you on like in even, public.
1: I don't even do well with like pet names. Like,
0: I, know. I never. Oh, baby, that wasn't ever me.
1: Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Really
0: I mean, I say, I'll say, I'll say, baby, but I don't do like the snickum, snick, chubby butt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> 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 I thought mean. you meant like that. That's what, I, that's what I think of when people say pet, pet names.
1: pet. Okay. <laughs>
0: what is this? There's this girl on my on my Facebook page. I still hope she. Never to this podcast. <laughs>
1: Somebody
0: you know does this. <laughs> Hold oh, no, on way, It's not even somebody that I know because then they wouldn't be mad. This is somebody I'm just like Facebook friends with. So if they listen to this, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> like, talking about me and her damn podcast. Like, I, that's so funny that I even said that. The one person I'm like, please don't be listening to my podcast. Everybody else, I'm like, please listen to my podcast. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, it must not be mad. I'm trying to think of what her and her fiancé call each other. She calls him something Choco Bear, something bear. but she says it all on Facebook, it's like, why do we need to know that that's how y'all talk to each other? It's, choc- right. choc- it's not chocolate. It's Choco Bear or something stupid like that. Oh, look what my Choco Bear did for me. Oh, my Choco Bear. I'm, y'all are grown-ass people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really. It's it's just um it just like it's a little imagine. Every time I look at it, I roll my eyes. Like in real life, like uh, it's annoying. Scroll, scroll, scroll. So when you say pet names, I think of stuff like that. I don't know why. It's, I mean, I say I say babe, baby, but that's about as far as it goes. I mean, not any more than I do like my girlfriends. Like I'm gonna be like, hey, on. You know, you know, that, that I have no
1: problem though. I don't know what it is because I know it's, like, you know, you know it's platonic. It's not nothing, like, truly that requiring you to be vulnerable with people. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't have a problem with that with my friends. Like, when I'm in my relationship, like, for me to be completely just open with you, I'm like, baby, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you don't
0: have to say it like that, Delita. You sound like a little lamb.
1: Listen, and this is what I tell busy. people, like, guys, when they're trying to be mushy with me, I'm like, you're making me feel weak. I don't like that. Stop doing that,
0: you know. I mean, but you can just like, be like, hey, baby. Hey, babe. You have to be like, hey, baby. Like, just, it's higher. <laughs> I don't know why you put that voice on, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, head. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. I don't know. My all right, head. all right. We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I so I'm yeah, like, so, we some weird accounts? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to make me feel weird. I'm like, I'm always going to think about how you just said that, baby, now when I say <laughs> it. And I'm like, now I'm going to question myself, is that how I say it? <laughs> is that how it really sounds? <laughs> and I just think it sounds cool in my head right. and like, not a lot, Like, what's up, baby? No, you sound like a little lamb. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> so, no, anyway. Um, So yeah, if you guys haven't had the opportunity to um, do either, either or both, I think it's good um, to do. um, There's the quiz online, Delina. Where can they? um, Where'd you go online? What's the link to do the five love language test?
1: FiveLoveLanguages.com, and that's the number five, so you don't have to spell it out. Oh, that was easy. Okay. It will rank them. It will give you each love language. Well, it will put them in the order. of the, what's most and least important to you. So I think that's something that you should do with your significant other. Um, yeah. You at, take the test, kind of gauge where you are, and even read the book. I have a couple friend, or a friend that's a couple, whatever you want to call it. These are two people that I know who just have to be my friends and they're in a relationship. There we go. They have um, read the book together and discussed it and went over their five love languages with each other and used it as a building block to help with their relationship. So I'm not in a relationship, but based off of their recommendations, I think you guys should do it. And even the single people, just if you want to get to know yourself, you know, I would suggest going on there or going on the website, taking the test, and just so you know, like, you know, what your do's and don'ts are and what you like and don't like, um, you know, the better that you know yourself, the better you can help someone else get to know you as well. So when that
0: person does come along, you can show them how you want to be loved. Yeah, then you can stop acting like, you know, why don't you know that I love you? I can't stand that. Like, how don't you know that I love you? It's like, okay, because I told you that I like this, and you're not doing any of that. That's why. Because <laughs> I told you this is what I like, and you're not doing it. And then you're like, why don't you know that I love you? Um, okay, well, that's not hard to figure out. Or, you know, then you don't have to be here. Like, how come he doesn't know how much I love him? I love him so much, and he just doesn't understand. Okay, well, you're not communicating to him in a way that registers love. So, but if you don't know your love language, that's where you got to start. If you don't know that, then you're not going to ha- know how to communicate with that person. You have to go to the people as the people. That's very important. So, that is your homework from us. Uh, figure out what your love language is so that you know, even um, you know how to deal with people outside of relationships. It's so, that you actually know how to deal with people and you understand what you like, what you don't like, what you love, and what um, annoys you and why. That's important, too. So um, Thank you guys for tuning in, um, and so we'll do our social media. It's always important, Delina, to it typically. Um, so go ahead, Delina, because it just helps me with my flow when you do it.
1: So, yes, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nina Patra, N-E-N-A-P-A-T-R-A. You can follow the podcast at It Now Podcast on Twitter,
0: Instagram,
1: and like us
0: on Facebook. See, where can I find you? And you guys can find me on Instagram as E N T short for entertainment by B Y C S E E. So that's E N T by S E E on Instagram. Definitely check out at It Now Podcast. Leave your comments. Make sure that you're liking make sure that you're sharing. Go to Anchor, subscribe, Spotify iTunes, What else, Delina?
1: Um, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Apple. You covered it. But, yeah,
0: uh, Apple and Apple,
1: guys. You guys can make
0: sure you rate us and leave comments. That would help us so much. And, and our Twitter, too. Delina, Delina said our Twitter is dry. You guys are good on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> right.
1: And our Twitter. Two followers, and I think I'm one of them. All right, guys. Follow me, but I believe you, you say, like